Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. Here we go, getting underway with the 5 o'clock Follies, the most heavily commuted and, as a result, the most heavily congested hour of the program, the bumper-to-bumper edition. Great to have you along here on Tuesday. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307, and my email address, as always, bob at 1063word.com. About John's call uh, right before the news about the Social Security scammers back in action again. Uh, Texters responding to that. We need to raise the penalties on people that do this crap. Enough with taking advantage of innocent people. Yeah, but how do you do that when they're in Ukraine or uh, some stan somewhere? Uh, Bobby, I had some clown claiming to be from Social Security call and threaten me with a warrant. I asked what the charges were, and uh, they wouldn't answer. They wanted my name. I told them, look, if you have a warrant for my arrest, then you already have my name. I cussed them out, told them I don't take well to threats, told them I knew they were scammers, and they hung up. I then called them back and cussed them out some more for hanging up on me before reporting them. (laughs) That one didn't go so well for them. No money out of that one. Back to the phones we go. Uh, let me see. Are we still beginning uh, with uh, Dan and Boiling Springs, Money Penny? Okay, good deal. Uh, Dan uh, is uh, our leadoff batter here in the Follies for today. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the show. Hey, Bob. Um, just touch base on Ann, the call right before the previous call. Yes. About the Walmart hand sanitizer. Right. Doesn't it seem kind of strange that we have these huge spikes just at the right time? with everything it's actually been something that i've been wondering myself is there something being injected just kind of like a a drunk needs a fix or something to our society that we just get it at the right amounts in Mm -hmm. the right places these spikes now everything was supposed to be under control why the big spikes it's not like it's summer or fourth of july but that's not the reason i called Diane said she was going to contact tim scott and let him know when I was listening to the hearings earlier today, it becomes very apparent there's nobody in government you can really trust anymore. Yeah. William Barr coming out saying that there's no evidence when you have the state of Pennsylvania that has over 2.6 million uh, mail-in ballots returned to 1.8 million sent out, mm-hmm. and there's nothing. There's right. no evidence of possible fraud. And when you listen to the Thomas More Society today, and listen to the testimony given by a truck driver, right. a postal driver, 
is willing to put his life on the line, and he knows he's going to get fired. Yep. And to say that there's no – so who do you call when there's a scam like your last caller had? What part of the government do you actually trust anymore? William Barr had us all. He, we thought, yep, him, John Durham, we're going to buy this hook, line, and sinker. But suckers that we are, we sat there and we took the bait, and we really believe that they actually gave a shit, a darn. But they don't, and they haven't. And it's all been part of the game. And at what point do we as a nation, where are we? Who do you call? You can't call business anymore. Right. Business is all controlled by multi-corporations. Yep. Who do you turn to? Can you call the cops? These are the cops that they were saying Black Lives Matter. They were spitting on them. They were throwing rocks at them, bricks at them. And now they're arresting peaceful protesters who have given their lives and that voted. And now they're arresting these people when this summer was us that were standing for them? Right. What has this nation become? We turn on our stupid TV that blasts nothing but garbage to us. Correct. God bless the United States and God bless America. Amen. We, we find ourselves in a difficult position. Who do we turn to? Because at, at some point, uh, enough is going to be enough. And, and what happens from that point forward remains to be seen. Uh, Cindy is uh, next up here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Cindy, and welcome to the program. Good to have you here. Hi, Bobby. How are you? So far, so good. Good, good. I just want to give you a hug because you said something like three minutes after I had said it. <laughs> um, and what well, I mean, it was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe somebody else said it. But what it is is, like, like COVID was released intentionally. Yep. yep. And, and you know, people say, no, so, you know, it would have killed people, like, or more people. No, it was released to put people in control. Like, so, look, if you look around, you go to the store or whatever, everybody's got their mask on. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't believe them, but they, they put them on. Me, I don't. I have a I have a very rare disease. If anybody's going to catch something, it's going to be me. I studied the thing. I spent months, hours, hours. I learned how to fall asleep setting up. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I never, never in my life have been able to do that. And then studying COVID, I learned how to. <laughs> but, well, I can, um, I can and, tell you this. I can tell you this, Cindy, on the battlefield. What's that? Uh, in in uh, Southeast Asia, uh, quite often uh-huh. it was routine for a sniper, uh, an, an enemy sniper, an NVA or VC, uh, to shoot somebody, not to kill them, to wound them. The yeah. the purpose and then like being that. the purpose then being that everyone who came to try and rescue uh, their wounded comrade would be shot in turn. Ah. Pretty interesting. You know, you shoot one, you end up uh, killing half a dozen, you know? Right. Uh, The Chinese, I mean, they believe in a lot of psychological warfare. Yes, they do. And I I went from COVID to studying them. And, you know, they've been working on us for 50 years. Yep. And I have a list. I have a list of things that they've followed throughout the years. One of the first things they did was take prayers out of school. Yep. People, 
but why do people not talk about this? Even Trump, I, I would think that he would be saying this. Like, you know, sometimes things are right in front of you and you don't see it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So that drives me nuts. But what you said, I was like, oh, my God, somebody else said it. Like, I had to call and sit here and just tell you thanks. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're seeing, really, that's what's going on. Oh, by the way, I did come to to the fact that, yes, it is real. Yes, it is man-made. And, uh, yes, we can work up it. Why, why don't we want to work up an antibody to it? Right. Like, like right. everything else. Like, yeah. Why don't we, why don't, why don't we, yeah. When are we going to reach herd immunity on this? I mean, does right. anybody, anybody exactly. remember, anybody remember two weeks to flatten the curve 10 months later? Right. Right. I don't get it. Like, I mean, it, it's promoted fear. Yep. It, it got in control. Like, and I, I, I just don't follow in line with, you know, I guess I just. <laughs> well, I, I, I shared a. I'm not going to be controlled. No, I, I hear you. Thank you, Cindy. I appreciate the call. And, and thanks for the, uh, uh, the uh, virtual hug, uh, because I, I need all the hugs I can get. Uh, about, uh, about the time this all started, within a month of this starting, I shared with you a piece uh, that was at American Thinker. And it's probably in their archives, AmericanThinker.com. And it was a transcript of what the Chinese defense minister said in 2005. Uh, his name was, uh, I believe, General uh, Xi Chen. And uh, he talked about uh, the Chinese desperate need for more landmass, uh, but how they could not engage uh, in what you would typically think of as warfare. Uh, missiles flying and all the rest. And essentially, he was he was talking to the, their Politburo and, and outlined virtually everything that has transpired over the last nine or ten months. And he gave this speech in 2005. But, you know, we shouldn't be concerned. It's just a conspiracy theory, right? 16 after 5. Be right back here on the Bobby Mack Show. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, little Boz Skaggs bringing us back here in the 5 o'clock follies. 5.22 now on the Bobby Mack Show. 
Uh, in on the text line, Bobby, I'm giving you a virtual hug. Thank you. Giving you one right back. If you would like to pay it forward, how about a plug for Lucky Pup Rescue out of Greenville for the orphaned animals? So I got the website up right now. It is Lucky Pup Rescue sc.com but if you just put in your search engine lucky pup rescue uh it'll bring it up really nice website adopt a lucky pup uh, you can check out uh, the adorable dogs at their uh, regular events and uh, you can uh, give one of these lucky pups a as they say a forever home for the holidays Love these rescue groups. Always happy to help you guys. Uh, back to the phones we go. Lee is next. He is in uh, Greenville. Hi, Lee, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hello there. Uh, comment about the uh, uh, Social Security. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. I, I got a call. Uh, actually, I got numerous calls from the that supposed Social Security. Uh-huh. Anyhow, one of them, uh, I called back got him on the phone. He knew my name and my address. And we talked a little bit. I said, well, I guess you want my social security number. Yes. I said it's zero, 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 S-C-A-M. And he immediately hung up. Anyhow, I think they picked on us older people. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, it's sad because, you know, we, we do – I guess, have a, a more of a tendency to be trusting, uh, to uh, be more susceptible uh, to these kinds of frauds and scams, which is why uh, when we hear about them circulating, and they seem to go in cycles, don't they? I guess so. I've been getting them for about the past six months, and I'm certainly one of the older senior citizens, believe mm-hmm. me, am I ever. And yeah. I'm just glad I lies to this nonsense all these phony phone calls yeah and and because and and because they they originate uh god knows where in eastern europe primarily is a hotbed for this stuff uh it's it's virtually impossible to eliminate them entirely but of course the the best way to do that is for us to be aware of the fact that these scammers are out there so we are less susceptible uh to uh their evil intent Appreciate the call, Lee. Thank you. Good to have you here, sir. Uh, let me uh, move on to uh, Jeff, who is in uh, Taylor's. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Good to have you here. Well, good afternoon, Bob. Hope you're doing well. Yes, sir. Fine and dandy. Thank you. I will, I want to make a comment about the convenience store guy that was killed in, in Spartanburg. He was a friend of mine. His whole family was a friend of mine. And then the correction department of this state should be ashamed that they have made his family wait 20 years to get justice. And uh, I've got a little special piece of this thing because, as you know, I drive a truck. I drive a truck at night. Mm -hmm. And I came by there and saw the yellow tape up around the store. I knew something had happened. I didn't know he'd been murdered in there. But I turned beside the store, went up to uh, Highway 9 to turn on to California Avenue there in Spartanburg. And lo and behold, laying in the turning lane was the murder weapon. Oh. I'm the one that found it. Wow. It was an automatic pistol covered in blood with the hammer 
cock back on it, and I put my truck over top of that weapon, mm-hmm. turned the flashers on, and called the police. They came up and got it, matched the gun and the ballistics to him, put him at the crime scene, and I want to thank I want to say I did a small part in catching that jackass for for killing him. I had to testify at the trial. Right. And uh, come on, you, you're talking that the 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 medication that you got expired in in 2013. That's seven years ago. It sounds like you guys are really on the ball down there in Columbia. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? You what the the electric chair is still down there, and Duke Power will sell you all the lethal drugs you need <laughs> in the form of turning a switch on to take care of this. And it should have been done a long time ago. 20 Agreed. years yeah. we've kept that jackass up and kept him alive after he murdered somebody like that. That's why we have the problems that we have now, and that's why these people don't respect or fear us is because, hey, and he, now he, he – he don't think it's such a good idea for them to kill him. Well, he didn't think that when he came in to rob him that night. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, yeah, and so, and the uh, other the other aspect of of this is, and it's it's rarely discussed, but any prosecutor will tell you that it's true. Uh, that's why so many of these uh, instances where someone is murdered or seriously injured uh, is plea bargained down to a lesser offense because. A first-degree murder trial with a death penalty carries a price tag of at least $1 million uh, through all the appeals and everything else that's going to transpire as another 10, 15, 20 years goes by. Where is the concern for the heinous torture and pain that individuals like this inflicted on innocent citizens? And, And, I mean, look at the way... Even when they use lethal injection, they're so they're so concerned about having sanitary conditions. What are they afraid of? The guy is going to get an infection. Uh, you're going to kill him. Why would you be concerned about whether he gets a skin infection? Because you're not using sanitary conditions. I mean, the lunacy of it defies explanation. You know, uh, Bob, he and I were the same age, so that would have made him. 42 years old in the prime of his life when when he was his life was taken away from him for absolutely nothing just a yep. little bitty small convenience store he probably didn't have a a hundred dollars in the cash register and uh i'm telling you right now i just uh if the our corrections department looks like a bunch of keystone cops right now to me yep. and i hope everybody else feels that way and maybe pick the phone up and calling and tell them about it and uh, not just this guy but the rest of them that are on death row right why are we keeping them up for decades at a time right so that the uh the the lawyers can make money by continuing to file appeal after appeal uh claim after claim and uh meantime you know you and i continue to foot the bill yeah, the whole world's upside down. I guess yeah. Jesus comes soon is about the only way you can look at it. Amen to that, brother. Well, I think you did more than a little bit in that instance, uh, Jeff, because, uh, you know, if you don't have a weapon, you have an even more difficult time getting a conviction. And you provided that, and that was uh, a worthwhile well, thing to do. Somebody would have come along. 
if if I hadn't have done that, somebody would have would have seen that laying there in just a matter of a few minutes, and they would have picked it up and kept it. Maybe it, it yeah. was an automatic pistol, right? And, uh, or they might they have said, have to, so, or, or they might have said, it's none of my business. I don't want to get involved. You know, how many times? Yeah, how many times like have you that, seen that? So, yeah, sad. Well, I I did my part, I think, and there's a small yeah. part. I wish I could have been there to help him uh, when it happened, but uh, you know. You know, I, my sympathy to his family. I, they're they're hurting. You know, yeah, they, mine too. They're mine great too. people. You know, they, and they have, twenty years later, they still have no justice. This yeah. jackass is still sitting up there and uh, getting three meals a day. And my buddy's dead. So uh, just not right. I don't know. Them, there them are getting called out on your show. You know, that that helps some. A lot of people that didn't know a thing about this. They do now. So yep. Absolutely, they do. Thanks, uh, Jeff. I appreciate the call, and uh, uh, I, I share your sympathy for the family. Uh, they they shouldn't have to have, you know, this is cruel and unusual punishment in itself. You know, they have to wait 20 years uh, for the individual that was convicted of this crime uh, to uh, to face justice. 531, Annie is ready to go in the news center. I'm right back on the other side. Tuesday edition, the Bobby Mack Show here on WORD. Welcome back. Good to have you along here this afternoon or evening now. 538, 22 before 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. In on the text line, 71307. Bobby, I've been married for 30 years now, and my wife says all the time, if I'd killed you when I wanted to, I'd be out by now. <laughs> She's joking, of course, I think, uh, but there's truth there also. Uh, Bobby, just give him 20 cc's of fentanyl confiscated from a drug bust. There you go. Killed George Floyd, didn't it? Uh, Bobby, they need to fire up old Sparky. I mean, they have no compunction against killing babies in the blink of an eye. Bobby, why is it that the citizens of South Carolina actually protect the innocent better than the cops? I don't mean to counter signal, but the cops don't give us uh, much news to support. And, and uh, finally, a texture says, good on your caller. Uh, Ray is next up. He is in Greer. Hi, Ray, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Bobby. Hey, that last caller kind of hit home with me, too. My dad was murdered running his convenience store 25 years ago. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, now, it, you it's just... remember, it was, in your, it was in your hometown of Taylor's over there on Eastley Road. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. So, it was yeah. on Easter Sunday, the same weekend of the uh, Oklahoma City bombings. Oh, man. So senseless. Yeah. And he's still rotting in jail, but he's already been up for parole three times. And he got oh, life sure. plus 30 years. So how, yeah. how does that make sense? Yeah, good question. Good question. But anyway, that's not what I, that's not what I called about. I was, I've been trying to watch these Senate hearings yesterday. I think it was one in Arizona today, maybe Pennsylvania. Right, and, and uh, Michigan like, as well. Yeah, and these whistleblowers will give their testimony and the sworn affidavits and yet these senators, it's like they're cross-examining them, like, well, what kind of evidence do you have? What kind of, mm -hmm. you know, making them 
try to prove their case like they're supposed to be some kind of private eyes or something or, or detectives. Well, as Rudy Giuliani said uh, the other day in Pennsylvania, you know, a sworn affidavit given against penalty of perjury is evidence. Right, exactly. But not to these but, guys, I mean, I just, you know. It just irritates me. It's like, it can't be hard. I mean, if they tell you where this happened at such and such a date at such and such time in that building, uh -huh. you could get the local FBI or whoever to go to the DNC and pull up who was working at that shift at that place, pull them up, get them in under oath, and, and get to the bottom of it. It's not hard. Well, it shouldn't be hard, and it's for, irritating. No, you're right. It shouldn't be. But forget the FBI. Uh, Bill Barr is uh, out today saying, oh, well, we, we don't see any uh, evidence of fraud anywhere. Nothing to see here. Move along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh how pathetic gosh. is that? I mean, how much evidence do you need? You know? I mean, where's he been? Is, has he not had his TV on the last few days? Apparently not. Hadn't been keeping up with current events, I guess. God almighty. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. That's and that's I, who we that's who we need right be, now. That's who we need right now, Ray, yeah, is God Almighty. Exactly. And and look at Lindsey Graham. He's saying, he's already talked to me in the past tense saying, oh, well, the next election, we're going to have to make sure this is secure. We're not ready to move on. We're, we're worried about this election. We want no it No kidding. Right. right. Yeah, let's not put the cart before the horse here. You know, and, and Fox right. was out today with a big story that they ripped off from the Daily Beast. Of course, at, at this point, there's very little difference between the Daily Beast and Fox News saying, you know, well, Trump is talking about running again in 2024. Uh, forget about that. Yep. Trump won this election. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Bobby. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. Thank you, Ray. Appreciate it. And, and sorry about that tragedy in your family. It's hard to... Uh, Hard to go forward from something as senseless as that. Uh, Jody is next up in uh, Greenville. Hi, Jody, and welcome to the program. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Margie is uh, next up in Greenville. Hi, Margie, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yes, ma'am, you need uh, to turn your radio down or it'll be uh, real confusing because we oh, operate I'm on sorry. a delay. Oh, oh, I was waiting. Yeah, oh, got it now. <laughs> That's oh, okay. Not I, to worry. Well, listen, this is my first time calling. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, right. Yes. Uh, I, I think uh, you said, well, as you said a while ago, that uh, uh, they uh, it's a lot of been reports calling in about what they did on the, on, the, on the election day. But I just want to make one stipulation, mm -hmm. not how they treated me particular, but... Uh, what they did, they I went through the first line, and, and you know, uh, first I got a letter from Nancy Pelosi before the third, telling me uh, that uh, she wanted to send me a absentee ballot, and then I still got that, but I I I uh, I, I didn't vote uh, Democratic. So what I'm saying. I didn't vote four years ago, she say, but I could vote this year. Now, I'm talking about what's on this card. Right. But I voted four years ago. 
I voted four years ago. Mm-hmm. Understood. And then, and then uh, that's why she she was saying on this card I didn't vote. I didn't vote Democratic. <laughs> that's what I was. Yeah, wait a minute. And then I got this card before I got it uh, in uh, last middle of September, really. Yes, ma'am. And so, so what? Let me tell you real quick. So what? Uh, I wrote it down here so I would know exactly what I want to say. Yeah. And then uh, when I got to the poll, I carried my walking thing that on the third mm-hmm. that I could sit on right. in line. Right. I was prepared. That's well, a good. That's a good thing. Uh, about halfway the line, uh, the line was long here in Mall in South Carolina, where I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so what happened? I had got my voter thing changed from where you are moved from. Right. And I didn't win and done all that early in the year. Right. So so, so anyway, you had a you had I, a I new poll here. So. So you had a new so poll anyway, in place. Yes, yes, right here in Marlin. And right. I checked that out way before August. <laughs> good for you. That's good. Yeah, I've been living here a year. So did you have any year. problem at the polls? Yes. Now, this is what I want to report. Yeah. When I got to the place of voting, right. uh, uh, the line was about 150. Mm-hmm. So I had my thing to push and then sit on. Right. And uh, this, this couple, this couple, I was going to the back of the line, and this couple told me, asked the people behind them, say, can't you just come up here in front of us? And I turned, and they said, yes. I was about 40 people back. And then I turned around and went back up there, and I had my thing in the front of this couple. <laughs> so then... They told me to go way up there and sit on the bench till they till they got there, and I was gonna get back in the front of them. Oh, that was Man nice. And his wife. That was nice. And all those behind us, too. Right. And so anyway, I sat up there, and this guy came out to the bench mm-hmm. and said, "Ma'am, uh, I can bring you uh, 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 a ballot out here, and you can you can." Uh, fill it out right here. Right. And I looked up at him. I say, well, I don't know which one you are, a Democrat or Republican, <laughs> but shouldn't it be two? <laughs> he say, and then this is what he said. No, uh, 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 it don't have to be a Democrat or a Republic. He said, because I'm neither one of them. <laughs> and you know, he said, if you give me your information, I will go in there and bring you a ballot. Right, you can do I that. Said, no, thank you. I said, it was cold that morning, dude. Yes, it was. I said, I will, I will go. I want to get behind the booth. I hear you. And I hear so, you. So I went on, and, and then I got there, and there's about six steps to go up. Mm-hmm. It was about walking thing. And right. uh, uh, another couple up there who told me, uh, uh, let me take that up your step so for you. I was waiting until my couple got there. Right. And then, and, uh, and, and I said, okay. 
So he did, and his wife <laughs> came to help me up the step. I said, no, it's a rail here. I can go up the step. Right. And I got on there and got to all the way to the voting, and I gave him my card and my identification. Mm-hmm. And, and she took it. And like like all the voters have been doing, right. I've been, you know. Well, and so uh, she she uh, asked me to sign, and I did. And then she gave me a, a number and told me to go right there to the next booth, right, and and give me a number for them to count. Well, so God God love I you, Margie. Did. You were you were going to vote, weren't you, Margie? Yeah. Now I'm going to get to the end of it right now. I'm on my way to the end. Right. And when, when <laughs> it was my two people in the next desk line, yeah. it was already there. And I rolled up there with my walking man. Right. And a lady came from over there at the booth and says, come on, come on over here. I said, no, I got to go through this line. And she said, no, 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 you come on now. They carried me to a booth. I say, I got to t- turn in this number. Oh, no, no, you just give it to me. Right. And she went back there, and I went behind the booth. And then I matched it, and I knew I wasn't going for no mixed ticket because I said I want to vote all the way. A Republican. <laughs> Everybody, I didn't even know some of them. But right. I hit the first one, and then I went on and hit every one of them. Well, you may not have known all of them uh, all, that were on there, Margie, but you knew, you knew who you didn't want, didn't you? Oh, I was aware. I yeah. know what she needs. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Anyway. Well, Margie, well, look, I've got to run. i got to run, yeah. Margie, because I'm just about out of time. But but I love your story because when I went I, to put it in the machine. Yeah. After I voted and the white card come out. Yeah. Come out, I went to put it in the machine. And guess what? It wouldn't take it. Oh, no. And then I say, this ain't taking this. And this girl selling it. <laughs> you know what she did? And I know you got to go in the end. She went behind, right there behind the machine, took her, reached behind it, and turned it on. <laughs> okay, that's all I got. Well, but that's, I that's, signed, that's, 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 that's. You need to check to make sure I signed Repub- uh, Republican, because Democrats was taking my vote because I was black. Right. Okay. Absolutely correct. <laughs> no, thank no, you. don't, don't thank me, Margie. Thank you. Uh, because you know, there you go, there you go, hon. Yeah, you are, you are, you are absolutely. You are absolutely, you are absolutely correct. No, and you know, that. Th- well, thank you, Margie. They're I appreciate, I appreciate the call very much. You know, and and people say, well, I'm too busy to vote. I can't do this. I can't. I got it. Uh, I got places to go, people to see, things to do. And there's Margie, you know, with her walker. She's down there voting. Don't bring me any ballot out here. I'm going in there, and I'm getting on the machine, and I'm, by God, going to vote. Be right back. (laughs) 
It's only Tuesday, but for my money, Margie's already had the call of the week. Bonus hour is on the way next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 